Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. Okay, this is episode 29 of the Uncool Urban Podcast. I'm going to let Josh do what he does because he does it so well. Go ahead, man. All right, Josh, your boy Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. What am I going to go with one today? Um, let's so, say Mr. Everybody Know Me. I'll just go to it today. Oh, you actually got it this time? I'm just do two today. Okay, good. I don't want to go through the whole list like last week and mess up. Yeah, because <laughs> that hurt me. <laughs> All right, I'm here with my man Shad. Yes, sir. A.k.a. the mayor of Oak Cliff. This is facts. A.k.a. Shad Navisky. Shad 41. Okay, and then I got my man Tim, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Alchemist. That's right. Ooh. A.k.a. Yogi D. Stoner. Oh, man, speaking of alchemy, bro, I made some brownies, man, and I had sold them to a homie of mine, and he told me that he almost had to have his mom call the, the ambulance because he was, you know, tripping out hard. Damn. So, Yikes. Yeah, I t- <laughs> told you about my first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just but, an episode about that, Josh. Yeah, but uh, we have some lovely ladies in the building. I'm going to start with you, Tan. Hey, oh, we're, oh, we're training guests too at that. Oh yeah, you know this is the what second time on here. Yeah. Hey, this is Tan. I'm half a Hear You podcast, and this is Nana, pretty and stuff. Okay, AKA pretty and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she got she had AKR. She like pretty and stuff. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's another episode of the Uncle Urban Podcast. So how everybody been doing this past week? And everybody, everybody been good. Been good. Good. Can't complain. Pretty good. Other than this coronavirus. Yeah. I know. I know you, you've been you've been traveling, so you was in, in H town and everything. <laughs> she in the streets. Yeah, I was like, I was no, like, I'm not for the streets. I was. <laughs> in the streets. She, 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 she said I wasn't for the streets, but I was in these streets. I mean, sometimes you just gotta let them know. <laughs> what about you, fellas? How's the week been with y'all? Yeah, it's been pretty cool, man. Like adjusting to life with Corona, so can't complain too much. Yeah, I'm doing fine. No, but you know, always busy doing this and then the other stuff behind the scenes. Okay, booked and busy. I ain't mad at it. I try to be. I ain't mad at it. Mr. Uncle Urban himself. Okay. Just dropped that uh that that um Ricky Rose ten year anniversary uh blog blog post. Yeah. Turn up. Got most of. Gotta record the little versus thing. Rashad oh, versus Smiles. Oh, yeah, Got three shows. Mm-hmm. This one, Music Impulse, and Shot versus Smiles. Correct? Yep. <sighs> Finally <laughs> realizing this. <laughs> Y'all and you lied to me. I thought this was the 30th one, and I found out this was Viente Nueve. Yeah. Only reason I know it was number 29 was because last episode, you were like, hey, this is 28. And I was like, oh, he actually knows the episode. It was 28? <laughs> I said 28? Yeah. Who? Cause I, was surprised I don't you know knew. what I say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, dang. I was like, he actually knew the number of the episode. I'm, I'm proud of him. Dang. I was proud of me, too. Yeah. Well, look at that. That's the only reason I knew this was 29. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, which one is this? I was like, oh, yeah. He said last episode, this, that was 28. So this right. one's 29. Here we go. All right. But uh, we, first, we're going to start it off with um, some music. Then we're going to get to the all, all the, the meat of the episode. Aha. Let's I like this. It. So okay. we heard this in the group chat. Yes. Is the sound quality better than in the group chat? Yes. Ah, oh, thank you. This is my man, Jay Smith, straight out of Cleveland. This Where's is that? In Ohio. <laughs> What's the area code? 
two and six. Oh, two and six. I was like, yeah, Cleveland two and six. But if it was Akron, you would say three three zero. Oh, okay. Sheesh. But yep. you would know that. Okay. Yep. Just go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Here's my man Jay Smith. It's a new freestyle off his upcoming EP. It's called Married to My Pain. Here we go. Yeah. Shout out Hendrix. Let me try this one. Yeah. I'm locked down, I'm married to my pain I feel it all, I even hurt when it starts to rain I can't maintain, I roll one up and go and fuck my brain I smoke to Anita, inhale, and I love up in my veins Okay, let's get these bars off and that turn of these chains I threw this dick up in his bitch, he threw dirt on my name These niggas sweet, these bitches sour, still learning this game Pistol hanging out the window, please swerve in this lane Now ghost ride the whip like you E-40, cause the fofo made you eat 40 More Marcus Garvey than Steve Harvey, but Cleveland on me Just leave it on me, these street sweepers, meat cleavers Don't go vegan on me, when the mic on, I turn the light on Cause you sleeping on me, my girl said Baby, tell that bitch to stop creeping on me I said, baby, chill, you get this dick for real Rounds of Eclipse, we grinding for real That was light, I'm my worst critic Gotta keep it moving, I ain't met my pivot Don't know how to stop, I I can't make no divot. I'm gonna hit that pussy right about the park. Don't be scared to pitch it. That's basketball, football, baseball. Go punch my ticket. I'm Hall of Fame. Me and my niggas, we are all a gang. And we all will bang. Digital dash getting head in the carpool lane. I do the race. I went to school so I can beat the case. Don't try me, nigga. I'll make sure some shirts will meet your face. I'm off that weed. She off that coke. She wanna run in place. I'll rap these niggas, laugh these niggas, they not on my pace It's fuck the Karens, fuck the Jakes, fuck the frauds, fuck the fakes Gas in my lungs, can't pump the brakes I like my blunt, I like some sage to control the shakes Let's get this money just in case I die before I wake Only the Lord knows when it's my date So till then I'ma wait, but I don't know how much more I can take I'm married to my pain Yeah All right, y'all. We back. That was Jay Smith with Married to My Pain Freestyle. We got um, two lovely ladies up in the building. How y'all doing? Good. We're good. We're good. All right. So let's start off with Meg the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Who that is? Huh? The, the, the leader of the hotties. Where's she from? Girl. H-Town. What's the area code? I don't know. 713. Where these area codes coming like, from? I was like, I do not know. <laughs> I'm surprised code. you had Cleveland. Anybody asked me that, I would have been like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was, man, he traveled. He get around. I don't know. I like, know Ohio. That's what I was like, yeah, that's just because it's 45 minutes away <laughs> yeah. from me. You know what Ohio is about. <laughs> I had to think, like, I'm like, what is my aunt's phone number? I was like, oh, yeah, her number started at 216. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. I was like. Yeah, but I feel like there's like so many different area codes for Dallas. Yeah, Yeah. no, for real. Yeah, that was hard for me to get. It was trio because I'm a two on four. I got four six nine. Yeah, because when I when I first got my cell phone, they were like, "You want a four number? You want a two number? You want a nine number?" I was like, "Oh what? Oh what? Oh what?" (laughs) Pick one. I was like, "What's a four? They're like, "All right, your number will be two one four." I was like, "Oh okay, that's what they meant." They're like, "Yeah." "Yeah." They're like, "If you say four nine or a two number, they're like, that's the end of the first three." I'm like, "Okay." 
Interesting. So I was like, yeah, that's interesting. I was like, whatever. Right. I'll just take whatever y'all give me. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so this past week, uh, Meg Destain, she had a, a very busy and a eventful week. Starting off, she had a, a new um, interview in Variety magazine where uh, the hot girl head honcho said she's writing a horror movie. Yeah. She's, she said she's a diehard fan of the genre and has grown tired of the reboots of certain 80s classics. She said, how many times can you make Halloween? H- Halloween. I was going to say Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's know. what the movie company yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she also mentioned it's going to be something that's definitely that will definitely blow your mind, something that you've never seen before. And she said her dream collaboration would be with the Oscar winner, Jordan Peele. She also announced this past week she has a, a new deal with Revlon. She's now the new global brand ambassador. The partnership, which has been in the works for almost a year, was a no-brainer, according to Sylvia Galfo, the global brand president, who said the brand admired the rapper's magnetic energy. Mm. And then, of course, the ultimate big news. Okay. The, the, the new joint, the new video. Here for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that wet and good shit. <laughs> I know. When I heard the edited version, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about wet and gushy, but I get it. Yeah, but for the unedited version, we know it's that that wet what, that wet ass pussy. Yeah. I was like, what was that? Okay, that wet ass pussy. And then uh, I saw in an interview that made, the whole time I thought it was like wings and puppies. Wings and puppies. <laughs> really? Yeah. I want Man. some wings and puppies. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds lit. <laughs> well, I just some hot, it was some like lemon pepper word. wings and puppies. Yeah, that's also. I was, I was like, like oh. okay, wop wop. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's the word. Okay. Man. Yeah, no. But uh, she also said in the interview, speaking on the song, she said if all things go according to plan, she wants her her debut album to come following after that, and she said uh, that it will also contain lyrics speaking about the Black Lives Matter movement, something that she has yet done explicitly in her yeah. music. She said, I feel like everything that's going on right now, if it hasn't moved you to speak out or try to make some type of difference, then something might be slightly wrong with you, she says. Even though I haven't already come out with a song with that messaging, I definitely plan on it with this upcoming debut album. So, everybody, everybody saw the video, heard the song? Yeah. 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 Like a few times. <laughs> All right. Shot, what, what, was, what was your thoughts on the, on the oh, song? Oh, man, it was interesting. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> It was incredible. Shout out to Normani. My goodness. Oh, oh, yeah. Normani. That's my chocolate drop. Really? (laughs) What about you, Tim? I know you said you just heard the song. To be honest, man, I'm going to have to answer that in layers. Break it down. Because as a man, I'm going to have to say thank you for the video, number one. True. But, shit, when it comes down to it, it's more than just wet-ass pussy. That's... Yeah. You gotta have something else. We'll just go into the, the deeper talk and we're gonna, we're gonna right. go right back. Right. <laughs> so like, I'm saying, I, I would have to answer that in layers, bro. Mm. Uh, all right, what about you, Tan? How'd you feel about it? Uh, I love it. I love the song. I love the video. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of feel like um, Meg carried the song a little bit. Yeah. I feel like Meg went a little bit harder than Cardi did. But I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for all that nasty talk. I'm here for it. What? I'm here for it. She said, I'm here for it all. I am. <laughs> Um, I kind of feel indifferent actually. I'm. I feel like Cardi carried the song, honestly, and I feel like the visuals of the song were like a one for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Cardi's hairstylist, Cardi's makeup artist, Cardi's every they they came to like win the show. And Meg, I feel like she lacked just a little bit. Like she was like kind of off. 
with the dancing, like yeah. I was noticing yeah. she was in the back. Yeah, man, because I think it's because <laughs> Meg like, is so oh, tall. Yeah, yeah true. Because she was kind of ta- like the little water scene. She was yeah. towering over everybody. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Like, and Meg. then I kept yeah, like I making her go to her knees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Cardi's definitely. She used to be a stripper for sure. Because yeah. Cardi's just so flexible. She yeah. was doing it all. And Kylie, I was surprised to see her too. I was like, oh, okay. oh yeah. that's y'all what we doing. Did y'all see the? Uh, what is it? The, the petition? petition? There's there's a a petition. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a weak petition. Only a hundred. You only need a hundred names. <laughs> I thought that it was a boost, kind of. No, I think I read it had like seventy something thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I saw, I saw like seventy thousand. The original was just a four hundred though. But the reason <laughs> so for the petition got, didn't even yeah, make yeah, sense. Exactly. Like they were just like, oh, she is a culture vulture. I'm like, okay, all right, well. I don't know. I, I think it may have something to do with Meg and the whole like Tory situation because Kylie was there technically. Yeah. Something people are still really? mad about that. Yeah, yeah oh, it's wow. like you had something to do with right. this. Right, and then you in this video, bitch, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised to see Suki the goat though. I, I was like, wow, she's yeah. really getting up there. I love Suki. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody know if this video was recorded before the incident with Tory yeah. Lanez? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, Cardi said it was filmed like back in like March. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, but she said with uh, everything on Corona going because uh, they had to wait a while. So this is like one of the things, like this is a layer to like what I look at this situation as. When it comes to the Tory Lane situation, Kalani spoke out and said that she removed his verse from her album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to the radio, the Tory Lane's version is the one that you hear. Oh, no, she said for the deluxe version. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm saying she has no control over yeah, yeah. Tory Lane's being played over the radio. Yeah. So the message that we get may not come from our community. That's mm. just one of the things I see. Yeah, which actually kind of goes with what the I, I thought the main topic for the first segment could be, especially because a lot of people coming out saying like, "Oh, I can't believe these women are saying stuff like that." And and I was gonna say, especially coming from you, ladies, we'll let you can, ladies go first. Do you feel like women have the support of men today in society? I feel like a certain kind of woman has the support of men. Like, if it's, I think men, I feel like men have a tendency to support women that they find attractive or women that they are not intimidated by. So I think that men kind of have an issue with, I don't think it's necessarily what Cardi and like Meg are saying in the song. I think it's just more so the fact that it's a woman who is like so openly talking about like sexuality and so openly talking about sex and. It's not even just sex. Like, men have a problem with women talking about, you know, like, you're not just going to have sex with me. You're going to do something for me in exchange. Like, you're going to do something. And so I think a lot of men, you know, they like to say, like, oh, that's prostitution and all this other stuff. And it's just like, nah, that's not what prostitution is, fam. (laughs) This is what I have to say just from the protective layer as me as a man. Mm -hmm. Fam, I just had to watch you get talked about in the news about you getting shot in both of your feet. Behind the guy that you were involved with. Well, we don't know if she was involved with him. We don't know. It's speculation. I right, don't know if she but was this with that Not Lepricon. For you to be put in a position to have people look up to you, you can't put yourself in that type of situation where you risk your life. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I think we also need to understand, like, they have real lives. That right. and Cardi is only 26. Meg because, is what, 24? Like, right. what kind of stupid things I, were you doing at 24? I, I'm only 28, so I'm, I'm not much older than them. Right. But this is the reason that I'm saying that. Just because men aren't that mature across the board, you can't afford to talk about what you talk about and then just allow anybody to get up on you. I'm, I, yeah, I was like, uh, it's a little bit more just because we don't know all the, the details yeah, of the situation. Right. And plus, I've, I've thought about it with 
Meg with the fact that uh, she mentions how like her mom was like her best friend and like I read an article just earlier. Um, the guy in charge of Three Hundred Entertainment he was saying um, he was like bigging her up for the fact that she works so hard. He was like, yeah, when her when her when her grandmother died, we asked if she wanted to take take a break, and then when her mom died, we asked if she wanted to take a break. She said no. He was like, literally, the day after her after her mom's funeral. She went and flew to a, a music video shoot. Dang. <laughs> and he was like, I, I, I big her up for her, the fact that she works hard and she hasn't stopped ever since then. And me personally, I'm thinking, maybe she should have stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, because first your grandmother died, yep. but, which is like the reason that she's staying in school. I was mm-hmm. like, then your mom died, who was your manager, your best friend, your mom. Right, <laughs> in general. right. I was like, no, you probably just haven't had time to sit there and process all that. And, 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 and I feel like she's been trying to fill that void of that emptiness with all the people who just... Probably aren't good for it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what she not said on that. IG Live, though. Yeah. yeah, and not even that. I just feel like sometimes when you're in that place where you're very vulnerable, then, you know, you meet that right guy. Like, you think that that's the right guy. She probably met Tory Lanez. Who knows? Like, he was just taking advantage of the situation that she was like, you know, I don't know. I and feel like you could have gone downhill from there. I'm not saying you can't speak about what you're speaking about. I'm saying you... But what she said when she posted on her Instagram about learning how to guard her energy, mm-hmm. that has to be number one. Because the people that's listening to her, they're not thinking about guarding their energy. they just hearing the what's on Front Street. They don't see like her team that helps her portray that image, how much work she has to put in. Yeah. Right. The dedication, you know, the discipline to have to get up and work out and do everything that you have to do to do that. Yeah. The, the girls that's listening to that, they don't see that. Yeah, but I don't, what I, okay, so whenever I think about, like, Meg's music, I don't, and, you know, maybe I am listening from, like, more of a mature ear, but I don't listen to Meg as, like, Bible. Like, <laughs> you know, I was listening to the Cardi interview, and Cardi was saying, like, you know, there are rappers out there, like, female rappers who are talking about, like, more serious issues. There's woke female rappers. And if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. But there are people who do listen to that. So everybody has their, like, little niche. And so it's like, what's wrong with being, with wanting to talk about, like, pussy popping? Like, what's wrong with wanting to talk about twerking? It's nothing wrong with it if you can surround yourself with people that's going to just leave it at face value. They're not getting ready to go beyond your boundaries. You know, they're going to respect you as a person Mm -hmm. and realize this is just what y'all doing for fun. A lot of men, a lot of men don't get that until like they 35, 40. And but, so can we have that conversation instead? Because like, okay, we're talking about like men supporting women. Mm-hmm. So can we have a conversation? Because for our entire lives, we've always heard like, oh, men mature at a slower rate than women. Right. Mm-hmm. So can we have a conversation about why are y'all maturing so slow and what can y'all do to mature a little bit quicker? <laughs> yeah, we certainly can. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a cop out. Like, you know. It's not. It, but that's what it sounds like. It's not. It's like, look, just because you know your value doesn't mean the person that you're going to come across in life is going to respect that. Yeah. But why not? That's that. That's not your fault. That's not on you. So then why do I have to be the one to carry that burden then? It's not carrying that burden. If you protect, if you want to protect yourself and you want to have a long, sustainable life, I can't, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating for not having any of that in your life. Be selective about it. Make sure you know who that person is. But, but that gets comes with age, too. It does. Yes. And plus, like, like we said, like she's learning. Yeah, she's <laughs> right. learning. Yeah. And we're watching her learn. Like, imagine making some of your biggest mistakes in front of everybody. Yep. 
And then money being involved. Yeah, too. when you and then you have access to certain resources that everybody okay, doesn't. And then as the black community, I will have to ask this question: How many of our community members are going to be placed in that situation if we just watch it happen and not do anything to protect them? How many stars do I have to sit here and name that that happened to that we all know that it happened to? Like Kanye West is going through it right now. Everybody wants to dismiss him as crazy. Nobody is close enough to him to do anything about it. True, but doesn't Kanye also have to want something That's to be done? Mm-hmm. Like he has to be open to that. Yeah, refusing well, meds. Yeah, what do you think? Does I, not help. Yeah, I see it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I want to say something, but nah, dudes, I know. I don't know. I don't know them mature fellows. Most of my friends are like married with children and stuff. <laughs> and so they, they looking children. at me. Yeah, they're looking at me like, when are you next? I'm like. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I just finally caught my stride, and you want me to say, you know what? I'll just end all this for a marriage and some children. Right. Yeah. Do you want ending it? Just what? She got to want it, too. Do you, do you think See, women, like I said, it's a two-way street. Do you think women are supporting men enough? Yes. I mean, well, do you think that and, men are supporting women enough? I mean, yeah. And no. I have uh, Okay. Can go I ahead, explain? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me explain. It's the... Like you said, it's the level of person. That's all it is. That's why it's a yes and no answer. I mean, yeah, you can't have no, excuse me, ladies. You can't have no chicken head with a business dude talking about, oh, yeah, I'm supporting them. Like, you supporting the money. Then when the money leaves, then what? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But a woman who's getting hers and a man who's getting his, and they working together as a team and a couple, of course they supporting each other. So it's like that. Like I said, and you can't have no dude on the couch. And you working, he's scratching. Like, 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 <laughs> like you were talking about last episode, how you scratching. I was scratching. talking about my man Lawrence from first season. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> working at Best Buy. Yeah, that was hard to watch. Man, you selling flat screens, I can't afford one. Boy, that's, that hurt me. Shots fired. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, it's just different levels to that situation. But all in all, do these brothers support the ladies? I'll let him answer. Oh, yeah, I do all the time. Oh, yeah, no, I know yeah. Josh does. I know. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got me talking to women and stuff. <laughs> Usually I'm like, hey, how you doing? I got to go. And I'm just like, I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> so, okay, I have a question for you guys. So whenever it comes to supporting women, like you guys, what you said you do individually, because, Josh, I know you're super supportive. Like, do you hold the other men around you accountable? Oh, yeah. Whenever you do see them doing something that's, like, not showing as much support for women. Or whenever you hear men that are, like, talking negatively about women, do you guys actually, like, tell them, like, oh, you know, bro, that's not good. Let's, we don't talk like that. Or do you correct them, any of that? Definitely if they call a woman out their name, I'm like, yo, chill out. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, every, I mean, if you want, want somebody to call your mama that, don't you disrespect a woman like that. Right. That's just me. We talk about it all the time because I'm like, yo. And that's another reason, like, we definitely support the women, like, especially the podcast and stuff like that. Because, again, hey, men talking about the same thing, sports, sneakers, and all the stuff I normally talk about anyway. And that's why we mostly have female guests and all that stuff. He lets me know y'all coming. (laughs) But, of course, I'm not, like I said, I'm not laying back scratching talking about, man, these. Like, you know, I don't even cuss on this show. Right. Because radio people. Holla at me. (laughs) (laughs) What are some things y'all do to support women, though? Um, Every event, every cause. I know me. I donate to causes. So I don't know about. I would say the same thing. It was like going to events, saying 
stuff and checking up on all of my my lady friends and it was just all that same stuff that y'all see me do like tan sees me do like yeah. all that random stuff i do already yeah but I was, I was gonna say just to answer your question i've learned to do that more because i could definitely say in college it's definitely some friends that i could have and should have checked like early on when i seen them like Hey, bro, you shouldn't have did that. Or, hey, right. hey maybe you shouldn't, because I don't want to say no names, you know, because I, I got a, some friends that, you know, may have been, you know, stepping to the side to oh. some, of some of their, their uh, girlfriends and stuff. But I ain't going to say no names and <laughs> whatnot, because we don't know who listens to the podcast. Right. Man. Beat him up, Josh. Beat him up, Josh. You have to rough him up. But, you know, I've, I've learned to say that because um, one of my homies, he, he, he checked me one day and he was like, bro, like, I'm checking you because I expect you, if I'm, if I'm doing wrong, to check me too, yep. <laughs> and I was like, I've never. He was like, yeah. He's like, I expect you to check me also. He's right. like, just like I'm checking you, I just you to do the same. So yep. I was like, I've, le- I've learned to do it because I know back in the day I would just, oh yeah, I see it. I'm just gonna just let turn that, my head. Yeah, turn my head. I, I didn't see anything. Yeah, I want to say one of the biggest things that I've learned to, in my own experience of how to support women is to listen to understand. Because just because I think I know what women go through doesn't mean that I understand what they go through. Right. So it's, you know, not trying to explain anyone's situation, but taking it, you know, as their experience and, you know, trying to be sympathetic and empathetic to a life that you can't experience because I am a man. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. Say um, to the non-black people listening, (laughs) it's the same thing with us. That's all I'm going to say (laughs) We we love your support We love your support But You do not know What we're going through Thank you And And enjoy the show Yep And speaking of support Let's support my man Rob Markman Y'all know Y'all know Genius.com My man Rob Markman Oh yeah So Coming up next It's a special song My man Rob Markman Sent sent to the the email He he said something on Twitter I shot my shot Was like Hey I want to play your song on my podcast. He was like, "Yeah," and send, I got send, a notification. Send, send. Yeah, he said. Of an email. He said, send, "Send an email to us." He was like, I, "I'll send you my song." Oh, it's lit. So, okay. my man Rob Markman of Genius of MTV, uh, he's had joints with Styles P. He's done what the the Wiz Khalifa um, project uh, back in the day. Which one? Uh, what was the name of that project? Um, it's from the time. Oh, so Taylor Alderdice. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor oh, Alderdice. That was the that was a good one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was Taylor Alderdice. <laughs> he did the um, intro and all the skits for that. So my man Rob Markman. Spending money. Yeah, it's my man Rob Markman with his new joint, Easy Money Sniper, featuring Doe Man and Devious Minds. Who is that named after, though? What basketball player is that named after? My man Kevin Durant, KD. Man, Durant, Joshua, my boy. You're doing excellent, son. (laughs) I know this this guy tried to. He was like, "Hey, name me like some players for the Lakers." I was like, "This person, this person, this person." I was like, "I was like, my man LeBron is on the team. I know his his teammates." I just like pulling Josh's card. Now, if he ain't on the team, I might be able to name like two or three guys on the team. (laughs) Who's Rob Palenka? Owner, not the owner, but the the GM. You good? The one that you get into with uh, my my man Magic. You good? (laughs) But yeah, here go Rob Markman with Easy Money Sniper, and we're gonna be right back. Ain't nobody ever gave us nothing. You work for everything you get, and you work some more. Come on. 
CEO mind, that marketing plan was me. No marketing plan B, turn marketing to MC shit. Told him I was coming, so part in the stampede. The game dirty as could be, but part of me can't leave. Motivational music, you holding back on something, there's motivation to do it. They ever doubted you, there's motivation to prove it. Tomorrow's never promised, so all that waiting is foolish. Just understand they gon' laugh at first. And probably call it trash at first. Did my 10,000 hours, this had to work. It don't matter, keep going, that's how passion works. I don't want it now, I want it right now. This an obsession, it's a lifestyle. Everything I dream, I'ma write down. And hit these goals till they turn the fucking lights out. I ain't want nothing so bad in my life. I ain't never think twice, I made the sacrifice. And I'ma give it all that I got. Easy money sniper, bitch, yeah, I'm calling my shot. I ain't want nothing so bad in my life. I ain't never think twice, Ready I made God. the sacrifice. Rob, what up? I'ma give it all that I got. Easy uh. money sniper, bitch, yeah, I'm calling my shot. Uh. Better than ever now, better duck if you mess around Bet I buck with the metal now, buck buck, knock the devil down Deal with the ideology of the prophecies Died to me if God and Frida had a child poppy Then that's who I would be Probably moving product like Pesci Deadly, you get me? I'm Danny Trey with machetes So fuck the game if she let me Pop a pussy who pressed me The king of rock like he pressed me Obsessed with success and sexy And failure is my oppressor, uh Marilyn Manson with tip of tantrums and hella trauma Got different passion, these beats I'm slashing, I'm different mama Machiavelli on Black Pirelli's, my bitch Madonna Yo main hit me, ain't got the time, guess I'll hit my Yana I'm 90s rap, you soft rock, bitch, we a different genre My bitch thick, my shit sick, when I spit, I vomit This calling cap and they calling cap on these rapping shit All them actors ain't rapping shit, hungry, and plus I'm passionate I ain't want nothing so bad in my life I ain't never think twice, I made the sacrifice And I'ma give it all that I got Easy money sniper, bitch, yeah, I'm calling my shot I ain't want nothing so bad in my life I ain't never think twice, I made the sacrifice And I'ma give it all that I got Easy money sniper, bitch, yeah, I'm calling my shot Alright, that was Rob Markman with Easy Money Sniper, featuring Doe Man, and produced by Devious Minds. So, uh, since we all here in, in the Dallas area, and er- everybody know uh, Friendship West Baptist Church, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know if anybody heard, but last week, uh, last Sunday, August 2nd, at Friendship West Baptist Church in the Oak Cliff area. Mayor Oak Cliff? Yeah, that's right up the street. Okay. Right <laughs> across the street from David W. Carter. Yep. Uh, an unsanctioned back the blue rally was held by a different organization. Was was held by a different organization after a Black Lives Matter event was also held by Fort Worth's Undertakers organization um, at Friendship West. Um, two members of the of the club that helped organize the back the blue rally drew hundreds of participants who drove around the Dallas area for six hours, waving flags and showing support for the police. Um, as reported by the Fort Worth Star Telegram, uh, one of the organizers, organizi- organizers, one of the organizers, <laughs> Nathan Abrams, told the newspaper that someone at the rally waved the Confederate flag at the church. The other member, Henry Brody, says he also lives in the area of the Oak Cliff area. Uh, members of the North Texas Jeep Club, which has twenty nine thousand Facebook members, says they didn't think the meetup would be would become political. The group's founder, Justin Gaffey, says he agreed to get the Jeep Club involved at the Back the Blue rally, but he didn't know that it would end up 
in front of the church, which bears an enormous Black Lives Matter banner facing Interstate 20. Gaffey also said that he had already gone home when he heard about the disruption at Friendship West. He says he returned to the church and spoke to um, Pastor Haynes, who invited him to return later on the week to hash everything out. And also in response, Friendship West, actually this morning, they had a ride-in for a new Dallas event. And they said about the event that we're going to drive our own cars, trucks, and bikes throughout our own Oak Cliff community, ending at Friendship West Baptist Church, reclaiming our streets and our sacred space. Uh, they said that they had a 1,000 trucks and cars. We're going to bring 1,000 more because okay. this is our community, our church. These are our lives. Yep. Oak Cliff, that's my hood. Yep. I have a question real fast. Who said that that was unsanctioned? Because the pictures that I saw of the event, and I did drive past it when it was occurring, there was police officers escorting those people throughout those streets. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, Pastor Haynes said that the Back to Blue, that was unsanctioned. Yeah. But the Black Lives Matter one was sanctioned. Okay. The Back, yeah. the back to Blue people knew about the Black Lives Matter he explained event. explained in the video. Yeah. Okay. Which, okay. I'm going to insert the video right here. West and I got an update for you. So here's the deal. We did approve a Black Lives Matter rally by caretakers, undertakers. And so that's what's behind me right now. They just finished a Black Lives Matter rally. That's what my staff approved. What was done this morning, the word is, it was not approved by none of us. And so it was an act of intimidation. As far as I'm concerned, they heard the words of their racist commander-in-chief in Washington, D.C., and are trying to intimidate us. But guess what? We ain't the one. Oak Cliff is our hood, and you are not going to intimidate us. And so the deal is this. We approved a Black Lives Matter rally that was sponsored by the undertakers from Fort Worth. They made it, had a caravan from Fort Worth over here. They just finished their rally. That's who we support. The mess that went down this morning was an act of intimidation, and they know good and well that they lied, and so we coming for you. And that was Pastor Haynes speaking about uh, the event. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Pastor Haynes said the, the event was unsanctioned for the Back to Blue, but the people from Fort Worth that had the Black Lives Matter event, they were sanctioned. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So they had the event this morning uh, about it. But I basically just wanted to ask everybody, how'd you feel, how'd you feel about it when you heard about it? Or just, All I could just do is thoughts. I could just <laughs> shake my head. I'm just like, you know, why? It's just certain things that happen. I'm just like, why? Yeah. You know, because I, I think to myself, like, if I go into the forest right now and I start fucking with a bear, and then the bear bites me or attacks me, like, can I really be mad at the bear or can I be mad at myself? Yeah. Like, why, why why, mess with people? And then at a church of all places, yeah. I'm just like, man, come on. Come you on. Know, it's just funny you use that same metaphor, but you don't understand what I'm talking about when it comes to men. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right. You want to have a deeper conversation. You want if, if, Who's the bear? The men. Oh, no. Okay, we're we not doing this. <laughs> but slight, slight story time real quick. When you said about poking a bear and getting... So, when I was a kid, me... And my two little sisters, one of them, Ashley, uh, there was a beehive in the, in the back of our... Uh, well, I, was, I think uh, this was going to be a Grizzly Adams type story. I was like, you were hanging so, out with bears in Ohio? I'm like, so, yeah, behind, go ahead, go ahead. behind our house, it was like the forest and stuff and area. So we saw there was a, a, a beehive. Mm -hmm. So me and her was like, oh, we're going to knock down the beehive to get rid of the, the bee nest. Oh, God. So, I mean, that sounds like my girl. So my, my, one, my one little sister, Taylor, she like... 
y'all can go out and do that. I'm going to stay inside. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> so, so me and Ashley, we get some rocks. We, we go over to the nest, start, start hitting the, the nest, trying to get it to, to, to knock down from the tree. Like, we're going to get rid of this. So, of course, when we finally knock it and get it down, the beast ends up attacking us, and me and my sister ended up in the hospital having... <gasps> <laughs> and, oh my god! And then my sister has asthma, so somehow she ended up having uh, an attack from an it. An oh, shot. And then there goes me inside the house looking, <laughs> looking at, at you. <laughs> and they were like, oh "What happened?" We're like, "Cause we w- we would want to get the the bees nest down." See what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you really think about it, that whole friendship West situation that could have ended. Like that could have went horribly. It could have went really yeah. bad. And yeah. thank God it didn't. Thank God it just turned into like a. You know, it was like peaceful, but that could have been really bad. I just feel like that's they're provoking us, like really. Yeah, that's all they're doing. And they like, knew because Pastor Haynes is probably like the biggest known black pastor in Dallas. Yeah. Right. I can say if Friendship West was in Pleasant Grove, that definitely would have turned. <laughs> Somebody would have jumped in, just driving by. I'm like, oh, it's a riot. I got something for him. <laughs> <laughs> just came in. It wouldn't even, they wouldn't even have cared what it would have been about. It's this yeah. many people in one area in Pleasant Grove. Me with a gun and nothing to do. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a gun and nothing to do. <laughs> I'm just going to drive on in here and see what's up. Yeah, and then I also tuned in a little bit before I went to work this morning. Uh, the service, the theme of the service this morning was, don't come for me. Unless mm. I send for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pastor Haynes ain't playing, huh? Yeah, I was like, the little bit I did tune in, he, he, he was dropping stuff like, hey, like those people last week, but the Bible says this. And like, I, was like, I was like, okay, Pastor Haynes, you better bring it. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad, because that's a lesson that a lot of people learn late in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't get this whole Confederate flag thing, too. It's just like, why? Yeah. Why? And when you hear people even talk about it on the reason why they feel like they should be able to wave it around. They have no, like, no real facts on, it's just racist. Yeah, it's I, just racist to the core. I completely agree when you look at it in the perspective that the Confederate only lasted five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate that it's a part of your history, and I sympathize with you, but fam, it's five years. Yeah. 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 And what they did was illegal anyway. Y'all hate illegal everything else. Okay. Or y'all love seceding the nation. I said, I don't understand that. I know. That's how you could tell the people that wave Confederate flags can't read. That's it. And that's my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's just end it there. Yeah, we yeah, keep on going with that. For real. Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. We can actually go to the next song, and then we're going to get back to the main portion of the segment, get to know our, our lovely guest right here. So... The next song, uh, speaking because we had this event talking about Black Lives Matter, my man Local War Bucks, straight out of New York City, one of my fellow moons, every blue moon, shout out to every Ottawa fans. Um, okay. He just dropped a new joint called Not a Trend, where he's actually speaking about the Black Lives Matter and everything that's going on in society right now. I'm proud of him for actually doing because he's young. I forgot how old he, he's like real young, like 22, 23. Oh, wow. And he's making songs like this. And he's been <laughs> consistent, too. Yeah, and he's been consistent. I've probably played like four or five joints on his on the show. Oh, so that's dope. Um, What's his name again? Local, Local War Bucks. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but uh, here's my man, Local War Bucks with Not a Trend.
about for the people who are half listening it was about the black lives matter movement and everything that's going on in society right now because joshua do black lives matter yes they do i like that i like that a lot all right (laughs) all right so uh for this last little segment i wanted to talk talk with the ladies let the ladies do their thing you know talk to us get get to know the ladies a little bit more (laughs) so um i know um Y'all, is it five, five of y'all sisters? Four, 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 yes, four of us. Okay, four of y'all. Um, I basically just want to talk to y'all, like what, what? Because I, I love the fact that like you're a podcaster, you got your own business with uh, with everything going on, and then you have your your event company and everything. So, what I found out, I, I thought that was dope. Which I told you um, how we met her because at the um, uh, yeah Melanin Man Festival, yeah, yep, uh, we we were helping her uh, move her sign and everything, <laughs> and. 
We were talking about, oh, yeah, we do a podcast. She was like, yeah. My, my sister, sister does a podcast. <laughs> my sister does a podcast. <laughs> I was, and then, like, I looked at it, and I was like, Here you. you. I was like, <laughs> Tan must be your sister. I was like, because you look just yeah. like her. <laughs> we got strong genes. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> But, Sometimes uh, people even get us confused. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you were at the event last week." I'm like, "No, no. that was just that was my sister." No, yeah. that was my sister. <laughs> uh, but basically, I just wanted to uh, talk to you about you know, fam- family dynamics, lifestyle. Was like growing up with four sisters, and the fact that like your parents. Uh, I, I, I want to sure I get this right because both y'all's parents, both of them are past, right? Yes. yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was like. I did do a little a little snooping earlier. Oh. All on your Instagram. So I wanted to make sure I had everything. Yeah, I was down. wondering. I saw oh. you were like deep in my Instagram liking stuff. Yeah, I was like, like hey, who's this? I wasn't going to say nothing. Yeah, I was, I was like. Because I was like, I want to make sure I get all you know, my research. three likes or more, you got to slide in the DMs. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> but Josh is up there scheming. Yeah, scheming. Um, but, um, but, yeah, uh, Cause I just wanted to make sure I, I had everything down down packed. Cause yeah, I really do sure. like. I know, like last year, y'all went to Ni- Africa, Nigeria, and all that. Mm-hmm. So I basically just speak about the the family dynamics of like growing up with all the sisters and then stuff y'all learned from your parents and stuff like all that stuff. I let the oldest start first. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let, let's bring up the names. What, what, what's the name of everybody? Okay, so my name is Tana. Then we have Nikki, um, and then we have Me. Nana, and then we have Trinity. Um, so Nana and um, Nikki, they both have traditional like Nigerian names. Yeah, Nikki's name is actually Nkiru. Nkiru. And then uh, Trinity and I, just our middle names are Nigerian. We actually all have A middle names, too. Yeah. Oh, our no, like, whole family, mom and dad, too. Yeah, mom and dad both had yeah. A middle names. So we all have like the same initials, kind of. <laughs> yeah, Adama, Adora. Amen. 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 and then Amechi. Amechi. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah that, now I'm thinking about it. It's T A I for the oldest and the youngest. Yeah. And then N A I for the middle, too. I don't know if it was like an on purpose thing because, so with the Nigerian culture, you um you give your first daughter the name Ada. So my middle name is Adama, which is like first beautiful daughter. Okay. So I don't know if like they really intended to like keep the A thing going, but they did. So all of us have that. It's just and we're all five years apart. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So Those at one point, babysitters. <laughs> at one point, we were five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I have yeah. a question. <laughs> what do your names translate to in English? Your middle names. Oh, so yeah, mine's Adama, which is the beautiful daughter. Yeah, and then um, mine uh, is over the, like, it's like over the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, but then my first name means, like, the Dad, wisest. Yeah. It, well, it, it's it, like daddy's mom. Yeah, it's like your reincarnation of yeah. the mother. Uh-huh, of your dad's mom. But it's like mom. the wisest, so, have you know, you I am the wisest. Have you I like that, I like that. <laughs> so, like, you're the first sister. Have you ever took your first name, and then you take the next the next sister, she has two mm-hmm. names? You put them together. Oh, to see what together. they all, oh, if it all comes together. I'm just saying, maybe they left y'all a message or something. No, wait, Ooh. that'd be a little scary, actually. I don't think I want yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we ain't going to die. Yeah, no, nah, we haven't <laughs> thought that through. But, I mean, that's the thing with Nigerian names. Like, Nigerians don't give their kids just like, oh, this sounds like a cool name. Like, it's mm-hmm. actually something that's going to have meaning, and it usually refers back to somewhere else within the culture. So, like, with her name, Enena, Enet is something that they, like, call, like, a young girl. Mm-hmm. Like, Enet. So her name has all sorts of meanings and things. Yeah, to I it. mean, I have some. I have three cousins with the same name. So. Yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Y'all just say uh, uh, number one. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, and three. No, number two. It's right. actually kind of funny because our aunts always confuse us. They always say like 
They'll say three names before they actually say the name of the person that they're actually trying to get. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's different. It's different growing up in like a Nigerian household because, so you know, like being like African is like cool now. Yeah. But growing up, I was an African booty scratcher. Yeah, I, think I remember those days. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't even, I was purple, not black. Yeah, you know, those kind of things. And so it's cool now, like, but I don't know how many people could really handle actually growing up in like an actual African household. It's yeah. intense. Okay. So when you said that line, you were Molly. I can't think of her real name, but um, Molly from Insecure. Oh yeah, um, Yvonne Orji. Yeah, Yvonne Orji. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, watch I her stand her. up? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. but I, I saw thought the, it was funny. I yeah, saw I, the previews I, for it. Okay. Yeah, no, her. Yeah, no, her parents are straight out of Lagos, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that is like the real Nigerian household where it's like, like some of the things that I've even witnessed is like in our household, after every meal, you said thank you to your parents, like. You would be like, thank you, mama and daddy, for the food. Oh, wow. Every meal. Like, I don't care if it was breakfast. I don't care if it was lunch, dinner. You say thank you. And I remember at one, one time I didn't say thank you to my dad. And my dad was like, do, do you know how many kids are out here starving? He's like, it's, it's a privilege that you're eating. He's like, you say thank you. So even now I find myself like, you know, Brittany cooks all yeah, the time. Yeah. So even now whenever Brittany cooks, I'd be like, oh, thank you. Like, that's just something that we've picked up. You know, you wake up in the morning. What's the first thing you say? Good morning. Yeah. Say good morning to everybody in the household, especially anybody that's older than you. So whenever I see little kids, if they don't say good morning to me, I'd be like, oh, you're a little disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of things that are just instilled in us that you really, I mean, you don't notice until you go to mm-hmm. another household and you see how it's run. And you're like, wow, like I, I'll see some of my friends. You're, you're living in your parents' household and you just tell them, hey, I'm about to go, go here. I'm like. Girl, wait, did you just tell your mom? Yeah, you that you're about to go. Like, you didn't ask. She's like, girl, yeah, it don't matter. I'm like, oh no, that's like not how it works. There's a lot of small things that I've just noticed. I'm like, wow, okay. I was raised completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah, it definitely has its its ups and downs, that's for sure. Yeah. Man. And education is a definitely a really big thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, what? grades grades, yeah, grades we don't said, play around. Yvonne with. said that in the in the stand up because yeah. she was like, Yeah, when I have to tell my parents I want to be a comedian, they're like Oh, so you want to tell jokes. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. As long as you know you do what they you want they want you to do, then you can do whatever. Right. That. But plan A is what they want. Yeah. Plan B, you can do that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so was that the same with y'all? Like Yeah, no, our dad was, since you being like the oldest. Yeah, no, the pressure was real for the oldest in a Nigerian household. Uh it was like, Oh, you know, you're gonna be a pharmacist, you're gonna be a doctor, you're gonna be a lawyer. Like, your options are limited. And so whenever I got to school and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to be none of that. <laughs> it was like, really? You sure? Nah. But the, the pressure is just real. And, you know, I even think, like, with us, how each of us kind of have our, like, own business thing going on. Mm-hmm. Our dad owned his own business. Okay. Yeah, so we grew up. Our dad had, like, an African store uh, in Market here in Dallas. Okay. And honestly and truthfully, if my dad, if our dad was still alive, like, he would probably be one of the biggest African distributors in Dallas. Like, he was major even back then. And we grew up, like, after school, we were in his warehouse. We were working. Like, I'll never forget there was this one time that – um my, me and the sister that's right below me, uh, Nikki, we were working in the summer, and my dad had some watermelons, and I had dropped one, and it broke. And so my dad was like, no, we're not going to throw that away. He was like, you're going to go outside with the rest of these watermelons, and you're going to use that watermelon to sample for people. And so <laughs> we sat outside. Like we sat outside for like six hours. 
We sold every last watermelon my dad had. Everybody came up. They were, like, trying the watermelon. They're like, oh, this is good. This is good. So at the end, I think we had, like, I think we were selling for, like, $5 or something like that. We had, like, 100 bucks. So I walk into my dad's warehouse. I'm like, oh, daddy, I got $100. I got $100. He was like, no, you don't have $100. You have to pay me back for my watermelons. <laughs> that you broke. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you sold my watermelons. You didn't sell your own watermelons. And after you took his money, we had like $10 a piece. <laughs> and he was like, here you go. So after that, I learned very quickly, like, nothing is free. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to get out here and work. work. Yeah. You have to work. I learned that at a very young age. Oh, wow. So yeah. Do you and all your sisters get along? No, for the most part. <laughs> we got into a fight yesterday. Yeah, no we, we have our, like, we have our differences. Because at the end yeah, of the day, we we're, we're all so headstrong. Yeah. So... It kind of puts like a little tug of war That's there in between. Them. Everywhere though, so I can't. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. and we also like we just we always think we're right. The other person always thinks they're right, so yeah. it's just really hard. But yeah. at the end of the day, I we already know we're family. Yeah. Nothing's nothing's thicker than we stuck so. together. So yes, yeah, like no matter how much you get on my nerves. So, what's some sister. of the best memories that you have with your sister? Who. So the crazy thing is, we've actually been building a lot of memories, like, after we've lost both of our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I remember one trip, whenever we went to New Orleans last year. Yep. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we just, like, we all drove down to New Orleans together. Our other sister, she was graduating high school, so we took her to go see Xavier. Um, we've been, and then a few weeks ago, we actually had went to go visit our mom. Our mom's buried in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was our first time going out there since she passed. She passed two years ago. Okay. Um, Is so she, she originally from there? Yeah. My mom was oh, originally okay. from Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. And so we went out there like that was a, you know, just like nice a little, bonding. yeah, nice bonding. Um, so, and we try to do like little like sister outings yeah. pretty regularly. Cause you know, you can get so caught up in just like everyday life. Exactly. And before you know it, like I haven't seen them in like three weeks. Yeah. And we live literally 30 minutes. Yeah. Each we're from all each not other. too far from one another. Yeah. So we try to be like intentional, um, but like you mean like mom, like memories from like growing up? I know a memory. I just really miss being in a house with all my sisters. I oh, actually do. Yeah, mess. like the laughs, like just so many things would happen, <laughs> and even just like dancing in the living room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, and I remember my mom would be like, you know, so we would be twerking, and my mom would be like, she'd be like, so you're gonna teach your sister how to twerk? And not how to read her books and not how to do this. Like, and every single time it was like, we couldn't even dance. Like, she was like, I hope you know your books like you like you know this song. I'm like, okay. But then our yeah. mom would twerk. Yeah, then she would get in and start twerking too. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, there's like small little memories. But like, our mama was a real one. Like, her favorite song was Bankroll by Boosie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On her birthday, oh, she, she like, she walked in yeah. to Bankroll. <laughs> like, her favorite song was Bankroll by Boosie. And then she loved, um, what was that ASAP Rocky song? No. Oh, um, uh, Wild I, for the Night. Oh, Wild for the Night. Yeah, she loved Wild <laughs> for the Night. Oh. Little like Skrillex okay, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skrillex. Okay. Yeah, she loved and she that liked, one. Um, and she twerking. Oh yeah, she okay. loved grabbing them. <laughs> I don't mean to overstep, but would y'all have gotten away with dancing to WAP with your mama? Oh, our mama probably would have, honestly. She would have been like, oh, okay, I like that Megan girl. 
I like yeah. her. She'd be like, yeah, she look good. Like, our, our mom, she was, like, with the shits. Yeah. But she but was not still. With, not for us, though. I just she have it still. in my head that as soon as your dad walked into the room, somehow y'all was each losing $20 <laughs> and listening to that song. <laughs> no, you couldn't, no, you couldn't twerk around our dad. Nah, you, yeah. that wasn't going yeah. on. That <laughs> wasn't happening. Uh-uh. What's this going on here? <laughs> yeah, nah, he, he wasn't with that shit. But, yeah, nah, our mom, she was with it. She was so definitely so, with okay. it. She probably would be singing the words. So there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> she was like, how do you think the four of you got here? Yeah, I mean, B, <gasps> B and I actually did like this little recording yesterday. And I literally said that. I was like, honestly and truthfully, I feel like I'm a product of WAP. I feel like I'm a product of wet ass pussy. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm a product of it. It is what it is. I mean, I feel like I inherited it. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just... I'm going to just say as a man, you know, when you see a woman and she has a whole gang of kids behind her, you just look at it and, you know, I see why you got that many kids. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I mean, Do you have any questions for the ladies? No. No? <laughs> I think everything's been covered here. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, to make sure. I was like, oh my God. But, no, um, I was just taking notes and just looking down at the paper. <laughs> I'm I'm over here. I'm like, this is good content. I'm yeah. okay. But yeah. um, I also wanted to ask y'all because I wanted to um, get into some of the things y'all uh, hear you about to do. An, uh, what's the the virtual? Oh, yeah. Inspire You Festival. Yeah, Inspire mm-hmm. You. Can you talk about that and how y'all that yes. came about? Yes. So this was actually pre-COVID. Um, we were actually going to kind of do what we did for Melanin Mana Festival, which was like a backstage, like behind the scenes type of thing where we were like interviewing the different um, speakers that she had for it. So one of them, the biggest one that we were so excited to actually interview was um, the founder of Honeypot. Oh, wow. So I don't know if y'all remember whenever Honeypot, like a few months ago, there was like a bunch of backlash because they popped up on the um, Target commercial where mm-hmm. Target was saying that they supported like black women mm-hmm. and a lot of of uh, people went online and started leaving bad reviews for Honeypot. Oh, wow. Yeah, to the point where, like, they had to cut her reviews off because so many people were just leaving negative reviews just simply off of the Target commercial. Damn. Yeah, so we were That's supposed right. to interview her, um, and then due to COVID and everything, they ended up having to, like, reschedule the actual conference. Um, so now for the conference, what we're going to do is we have a time slot. I think we're going to be on at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning or somewhere around there. I um, mean, we're just doing a live show. So we actually did the recording for that yesterday. Okay. Um, and it, re- it went really, really well. You know, at first we were kind of like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, they told us we can only talk for 20 minutes. So we're like, oh, shit, you know, we can talk. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, like, we got to keep it short. Right. It's like, and then what are we going to talk about? And then kind of, you know, relate it back to the conference and everything. So I think it went really, really, really well. Um, and I'm super excited about it. So we have that. And then... Um, there's the DFW Awards. Yep. That's coming up at the end of the month as well. So we're up for podcast of the year. Yeah. Um, so definitely hoping. Yes, sir. That's gone virtual also. So we'll be in attendance for that. And then we have Afros and Audios in November. Um, so we're going to be some guest speakers that's for them. That's the title. Okay. I know, right? Look at y'all doing big, big things. Because y'all been doing, what, three years now? Yeah, it's been three years. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, man, I was like, personally for me in Dallas, no. Nothing against nobody else, <laughs> none of the other Dallas podcasts, just because I know y'all been doing it for so long, and I know y'all personally. Yeah. I feel like y'all, like, personally for me, y'all, like, my inspiration, like, yo, I want to be like them. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, y'all been doing this for three years, like, every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Doing y'all damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all original. I, I love, like, all the drops. Like, hey, you, new, new. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> F boy. Yeah, go away, F boy. <laughs> That's actually B's daughter. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny when my friends even they'll be messaging me like, "Hey, when is your sister gonna post another video? When is when she gonna post another podcast?" I'm like, "Okay, I'll ask her." Let me <laughs> wait one second. Right. Or they quote my sister all the time. I'm like, "Oh, this is awkward." Like, you know, like, girl, your sister told me that. Told I me. A, I'm like, well, okay, I don't know what she's. <laughs> I be forgetting what I be saying to be honest. And then uh, what else I was gonna ask? Oh, when we gonna get another playlist? When we gonna get another? Yes. Oh, so I've been thinking. So I have a couple playlist ideas. It's just really just me more so just having to sit down and do them. Yeah. So I listen to a lot of like mood music. So I thought about doing like a two a.m. playlist. You know, something yeah. like real late night mm-hmm. for you to kind of turn on and just like chill and vibe out. You know, whatever your two a.m. vice yeah. is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Whether it's a drink, smoke. So you're going to have the booty call themes on there. I thought about it, but then I was like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'll probably be some music that you can probably still do that to. I got to get that ass yet um, last night. Oh, yeah. I know Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's like one of my ideas. And then um, another playlist I thought about was taking all the songs that we've done on the podcast Mm -hmm. for our guessing game. Okay. And putting all of those on one playlist. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay. Yeah. So I got a couple ideas. It's just really just me more so doing them. Okay. Um, I always enjoy the playlist. So, yeah. I can't wait for the next one. Oh, thank you. And then, um, are you still doing, uh, was it Ada's Closet? Uh, Ada's Closet? Oh, Ada's Closet. Adada. Yeah. So I still have that going on as well. Um, that's just like some handmade items that I brought back from Nigeria. So I got like fans, purses, um, jewelry, different things. So, yeah. Got you to get too. that fast. Huh? She literally told you how to say it. And you still was like, Ada? And I was like, it was oh, a no. dog, man. It's okay. It's it was a, a dog, dog, man. A dog. <laughs> it's no big deal. I wouldn't get it either if I wasn't Nigerian. <laughs> All right. And then. Uh, I was you... about to eat my pistachios and I leaned back in. I was like, it's a dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a dog's closet. A dog's like closet. It. What you doing out here? Uh-huh. Go ahead. And then uh, I know with you having the next, next, next play, play events. Next, next play events, yep. Yes. Um, uh, I know with Corona and everything kind of halting things. Yeah, and Corona has uh, put a little down, but it's okay. Um, I still do props, so if anybody's ever needing props at all for their events, um, I'm welcome to come to Next Play Events underscore on Instagram, and then you can book through DM. But She's yeah. super, super talented. I've been telling her for the longest. Like, like y'all saw a Melanin Man Festival. Yeah. Like, she. So, what, what kind of props do you make? Um, so, you know, backdrops, have you ever seen backdrops? And then also okay. the um, lettering that will be on the wall, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, signs, custom signs, and then backdrops as well. Grass walls, um, hedge walls. Uh, champagne like wall. Champagne wall, things like That's that, yeah. yeah. Just to really give, like, your event, like, that nice pop. But I also do event planning as well. Okay. Yeah. So I saw you freehand. Oh, right yeah. there on the spot. I was like, oh, man, she's talented for real. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she did that in like 30 seconds. I said, I know I would have messed up. Yeah. Especially you did it with paint. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was already thinking like, my passion. pre-corona. I was like, yo, if we do an event, we need to hire her to yeah. do our stuff. And, and then corona hit. <laughs> right. She be thinking of stuff, and I'm just like, damn, like, how did you even, who thinks of that? I did like, a drive-by ba- baby, I mean, birthday, birthday party, so... That was the only thing I could possibly do during Corona is a yeah. drive-by birthday party. So, yeah, yeah her attention good. to detail is like crazy. Thank you. It really is. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna wrap it up now. Okay. So, uh, if y'all want to give give your social medias and anything else y'all want to mention before we go, okay. 
Well, Black Lives Matter and always will and forever will. Okay. And my social media is N N E N N A underscore XOXO. And then for Next Play Events, it's Next Play Events underscore. All right. And then I my personal Instagram is at Tana Taught You. That's T A N N A H Taught You. And the podcast is Hear You Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And that's H E A R Y E Podcast. Cool. Anything you fellas want to mention before we dip out? Um, smoke weed every day is good for your health. <laughs> <laughs> I do the outro, so literally we're gonna drop it that like right now. Oh, no! I'll say anything else you want to say before we. There's go. nothing else I got to say because I'm literally about to talk like uh. in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Uncool Urban Podcast. It's your boy Smiles. I'm with Tim and I'm with Shot, and we out. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for having us. Literally about to talk right now. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Uncool Urban Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Uncool Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Uncool Urban Podcast on Facebook. Also, share, subscribe, and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker. Be sure to leave us ratings and reviews. Thanks.